I'm Chloe Morningstar, thanks for having me on your show. Welcome, my name is Shannon Bat or Nin, if you are so inclined to call me by my preferred name. Thank you for coming on Thrive with Nin. It's all about thriving, and you are thriving. I'm doing okay. You're doing I'm doing well. okay. You're doing really, really for, well. For someone who's rebuilt their entire life in the middle of a pandemic, in a new state, as a new gender, in an entirely different life, I uh, definitely am thriving. You are doing so well. Like, starting all over again is so hard. It's like a rebirth. Like, you don't know who you are because you're depressed. Um, like, you, you've really lost your way. You, like, when you lose your personality like that because of the depression because you're so low. Mm. Or at least that's what happened to me. That's my lived experience. Yeah. So starting again meant finding myself, uh, finding new people, finding this degree... Um, meeting people in this degree, networking, finding you. I'm glad I found you. But actually, oh, I'm amazing. you found me. So I found you. You found me and it was amazing. I got so lucky. I just happened to check my messages and the beautiful, the talented, the vivacious Chloe Morningstar had sent me a message. That's, and the rest was history. Now here I am on the radio. <laughs> so tell me about your tattoos. Um, so... All my old tattoos, so I got my first one, which is this revolver. I got that when I was 19, and I was too nervous. I actually wanted the barrel on it to be a bit longer, um, instead of coming up to half where it is, but I was too nervous to tell the tattooist that, so I kind of just got what I got. Um, and then my cousin in Melbourne, I moved back to Melbourne after I got out of the military, and she was a tattooist, so she did all my sleeve, um, basically to cover up. I got a tattoo by someone in a very bad place at a very bad time i was mm. kind of drunk um We've so she did, did the reaper to cover that up and then we turned that into some tombstones Amazing. then i got a banner across my chest and i got another one and i got my thoughts hammer uh, my skulls so Amazing. i like my tattoos i got my I need first to, yeah no you go i need to girl them up a little bit they are very very masculine and i like them like uh, i really want to some... get nordic runes myself yeah the nordic runes are the next one i've got a couple of plans i got one i'm planning for my spine and then i've got a thigh Ooh, piece as well spine piece oh i want to get a spine so piece i've got a couple All coming down the, the way down my spine but i don't know what so I'm still just planning um, but yeah, I got my first tattoo at 19 as well. Oh, nice. Yeah, shout out to Elf. If you ever hear this, Elf, hope you're okay. Like, hope hope you're doing well. Um, we were like really, really good friends, but we were both undiagnosed um, like bipolar disorder. Yeah. So we were manic together. Yeah. And it just, it was so fun, but it didn't last very long. Yeah. And um, we got matching pentagram tattoos on the back of our necks. Okay. So if you look here, um, it's in my hairline. Yeah. I got it in my hairline because I am a Catholic. Well, my, my family are Catholic. Yeah. I was born and raised Catholic. So getting a pentagram. Was, so that's a big step it for, was a, a, huge, for a Catholic it upbringing. It was a huge step. Um, but it was just like not even planned. I was just like, oh, hey, babe, like, do you want to get a matching uh, tattoo with me? Maybe like a little like $2 size pentagram. And mm -hmm. she was like, yes, I'd love to. And then we did it that day. That's so cute. I love those spur of the moment plans and they, they become a memory. And then you hold that memory as you go through life. And it's, it is nice to collect those little moments in time. Mm. So 
I like that. None of mine have any real stories or significance. They look so cool. Okay, so I've got three dots on this hand. I did notice those. On my, uh, my rude finger, my middle finger, whatever you want to call it. And basically what happened is I was living in a share house in Highgate Hill. Shout out to Bridget. Again, hope you're well. <laughs> I've lost contact with all these people that have uh, given me tattoos. Um, but anyway, this really beautiful, talented, like... I think she was like a hula hoop artist. Like she's very into uh, her movements. Yeah, yeah. And she would go to doofs and she, she was typical like West End yeah. um, kind of girl. And she was beautiful. Yeah. Like just as beautiful as Elf. And um, she was just like, because we lived together, she was like, oh, I'm starting stick and poke. Like, do you, I need people to practice on. And I had a crush on her. No. I was scary. baby bisexual, so I wasn't out yet. Still sort of figuring out where the ropes like, and I everything. I knew I was attracted to her. But I didn't. I didn't tell her. Yeah. Out of respect, I didn't because we lived together. Yeah. Uh, but that didn't last too long either. Um, but anyway, she gave me these three dots. I just wanted her to hold my hand, and I didn't care. <laughs> so you got tattooed so that she'd hold your hand. That's adorable. I didn't care how much it hurt. She went to the bone. It was really deep, and she did it for a really long time, which is why it's very permanent. Yeah. And um, I loved it. Because <laughs> you got to hold her hand. Because <laughs> I got to hold her hand <laughs> for a really long time. And she was like, oh, like, is, do you want me to turn the air con on? You're getting a bit sweaty. I'm like, uh, yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, it's the heat. Yeah, it's a hot it's day warm today. I'm not, I'm not like clamming up because I'm holding hands <laughs> with a beautiful girl at all. No, that's, that's not it. Um, and then this piece that we were talking about before, the lighter. Shout out to Scat Tats. I love that. The line work on it's so intricate. It's so cool. Um, and it's flash and she doesn't do repeats. Yeah. It's like an NFT. You've got to buy it and then no one else has it. Yeah. Unless someone copies it. Yeah. So if you're listening, we do not condone copying other people's tattoos. You can take inspiration, but don't copy directly. So no one else has this tattoo. Yeah. They have their. It's a unique piece. Yeah, and I'm just lucky that every time I got a pimple, it wasn't on the ink. Yeah. Because I've, I've had to pop one, uh, like, on the cap of the lighter, and I got one, like, near uh, where you turn it on. I think, what do you call that? The flint. The flint. Yeah, I've, I had one near the flint, and I just don't want to, like, accidentally pop a pimple and then the ink comes out. Yeah. But she does uh, retouches. I've had that happen. So I've actually got a pimple that's popped there. The mm. ink doesn't actually come out. Okay. I tend to get um, pimples along here. Mm. I don't know why. Mm. I just always have. Particularly that one. That one's a recurring one. Mm. But the ink never tends to bleed out of it. Mm. So That's it, lucky. Yeah. yeah. No, my, my boyfriend, um, he's got like a, a seven dust. It's a band. Yeah. A seven dust tattoo on his shoulder blade. And I've like popped a few pimples and now it's like got spots on it and I'm like, hmm, he, he can't see it. Yeah. Maybe. And that's the good thing with back pieces is if they go wrong, you can't really see them yourself. Yeah, I so. haven't gotten a back piece yet, but I'd love a full back piece. I wanted one in my previous life and I'm kind of glad I didn't do it because mm. it would not suit my image now. Mm. So it's one of those things I, I don't really regret many things. I'm not a person that lives with regret, but I think if I'd gotten that back piece that I was planning, I absolutely would have regretted that. So it would have been expensive to cover up or laser. I and wouldn't. Painful. And the lasers, like on the heavier tattoos, so I've got one here that I want to get rid of. Um, but I like it's so heavy, it's so black that I can't really do anything with it. So I'm just kind of stuck with it, and. 
yeah, it's not my favourite tattoo, but it is a talking point. Mm. Um, but it's also not one that people will see unless my pants and knickers come off. So, <laughs> because it's, like, there. Yeah. It's quite big, but, yeah. yeah. So where is there, just for the listeners who can't see? Um, right at the tip of... So it goes from my belly button mm-hmm. to the... Like pelvis. Yeah, of... the top of my genitals. Oh, cool. Oh, so, that would have been painful. It did hurt. Oh my goodness. It really hurt. It was a bad spot, but um, I don't know if I can... <laughs> Leather yeah. pants. Oh, that's really cool. It's like a skull and it with goes a all yeah, the way down. that's really cool. And so, yeah, there's yeah. not one that comes out too often. And in all my content photos that I'm doing and stuff like that, it doesn't normally get seen, but it, it's there. If anyone wants to see me on Instagram, Valkyrie underscore Chloe. How do you spell that? V-A-L-K-Y-R-I-E. Dot Chloe. Underscore Chloe. Underscore Chloe. Sorry, that's... Say it again. Valkyrie. V-A-L-K-Y-I-E. Underscore Chloe. And if you can't find her for any reason, uh, go to at Nin Catriona. That's N-I-N-N-C-A-T-R-I-O-N-A. Nin Catriona. And uh, I follow her. So, you know, stalk me. Follow me. Give me (laughs) some love. Definitely follow me. I'm on a follower... I'm, on, I'm trying to grow my following at the moment, so any followers I get are well, all then welcome. I'll give you lots of exposure on here, so woo! Mm, yeah, just be prepared to see some compromising pictures. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I'll, you know, I think, I think for this podcast it'll be okay to talk about it in a light manner. Yeah. Um, Chloe is in the, what I would call the scene, which is kink. And let's just put it lightly. Yeah, so very lightly. I play pretty heavily in BDSM mm. um, on quite a few different aspects of it that I probably won't go into. But it's all documented on my Instagram because I'm a part-time fetish model as well. That's so cool. Which I, I really enjoy doing that. It gives me my creative outlet and I take a lot from it so yeah it gives you confidence <laughs> it, it does i find it empowering like um I, I do get comments from people and they're like i do you, do you have any issues like publicly displaying these because a lot of people that do those kind of photos will tend to cut their heads out of them discretion or do, do them quite discreetly and i'm quite identifiable with my tattoos and i'm like well no because it empowers me uh, as a woman to to be able to put that out there and have that freedom of expression so for me, my, my Instagram's public and all, all of my work is at public access. Um, I get a little bit narky when I see them pop up on other pages or in other places and I haven't been credited. But I, I'm very much about freedom of expression and being able to express yourself in a way that um, I, I control and I create. So That's amazing. It's, I'm so proud of you. I'm like, I'm such a big fan. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you. So, oh. So I'll talk for listeners listening. When Chloe walked up to me when we had a coffee this morning, because obviously I'm not just going to throw her on the radio. Um, I wanted to have a coffee first, have a bit of a chat, you know, like just catch up. And uh, I saw this beautiful tall woman with black hair and tattoos wearing leather pants and what I believe to be the uh, Thor's hammer. Yeah, that's my Mjolnir pendant. Mjolnir. Am I saying that right? Mjolnir. Mjolnir. Yeah. Okay. It's a hard word to say. When I was little, I called it Mew Mew. (laughs) Uh, And, um, but Mjolnir, yeah. And I was like, 
oh my god <laughs> oh my god like because I, I used to struggle with low self-esteem I didn't think if anyone I found cool or attractive would be worthy of my friend because they wouldn't like me that I yeah. wasn't interesting enough um, but then I you know my depressions like seized and my personality came back out and really finding myself starting again and um, when I saw you I just was so grateful I was like wow someone like that wants to be my friend incredible thank you <laughs> impeccable that's that's really sweet and I, I I enjoyed that and I love meeting new people I love networking you yes. seem like you're, you're so on my level it's cool we click on like so many different levels which is amazing yes we and it gets so harder cool. to find that in friends as you get older yes um, absolutely so I'm 24 Chloe's 34 and like I found with starting again everyone sort of has their own group from high school or uni or work and when you have to start all over again you're starting all over again from scratch and how are, you, how are you supposed to meet people? So I'm going to give a shout out on Facebook to Brisbane Girls Friendship Group. It's for girls only. Uh, it's about how I met my two best friends. Shout out to Luca and Arabella. Um, they are amazing. Luca's from Germany and Arabella's from the UK. They're doing amazing. And once again, I just can't believe they're my best friends because they're such incredible people. Yeah. So I just need to get over that. Uh, just gushing a little bit yeah I'm just gushing <laughs> and um but anyway Brisbane Girls Friendship Group I think I'm, I'm not an admin so you'd have to uh, request to get on there but it's for girls that have just come to Brisbane and want to meet new people or if you live in Brisbane and you still want to meet new people just hop on there and um, you'll make new friends it's definitely handy I've met a couple of people through through those groups so I'm on one for the Sunshine Coast where I live mm -hmm. and I've joined the Brisbane one as well um, it, it, it's definitely a handy tool and I, I've noticed probably in recent years and that might be a little bit of a benefit of age um, there seems to be a lot more of that on social media of people feeling isolated feeling lonely particularly after COVID oh yeah um, and are reaching out to use social media to make those connections and it's really nice to see it does let your friends shop a little bit because you can look at people and go, oh, yeah, we've kind of got common interests. Yeah. Or you can look at people and go, oh, I don't think that we get along. We don't really have it's kind that of common like Tinder. commonality. Like, <laughs> it's kind of like dating. Friendship is like dating now you because you've got to go through a little courting period where yeah. you've got to be behaved and a little bit reserved yeah. and then you get to know them and then you let your wild out. Yeah. And yeah. Well, one thing Luca said to me, which really stuck with me, is um, that she loved that I had no chill. Yeah. Because she says that she also has no chill. Yeah. When it comes to just like it, like adoration for friendship. Yeah. Like I made her a card, and on the card I can't remember what it said, but it basically said I love you. Yeah, that's really beautiful. And then I picked her up a couple of days later with her boyfriend. Shout out to Sam from New Zealand. Shout out to Nelson from New Zealand. That's the place that he's from. Yeah. Nelson. Uh. So yeah, just. For any confusion, Nelson is not a person, it's a place. <laughs> and Sam is a person and he is an amazing person. So shout out to Sam. And um, anyone... Oh, whoops, I just moved the desk. So there's a thing on the desk where you can... You can move oh, it up. desk race. Dude, do you want to stand? That's fantastic. Do you feel like standing up? I'll stand for a little while. And then we can sit down. I think this is tall enough. Yeah, we're both quite tall. So. Yes, so I'm 178 centimeters, and, and I used to do a bit of than me. yes. I um I used to do a bit of modeling, and I'm gonna get back into it. I just need to find the right people. 
and I'll be freelance. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I was I was talking about Luca, so I, I picked her up a few days later with her boyfriend Sam and uh, took them to the international airport because they are in Thailand for a month. Oh, very nice. For the nice. whole month of October. And I, I said, I don't know what I'm going to do without you. I guess I'll just have to meet more people. And then I did. Yes. Networking. And I met you. And oh, like, yep. you, just, you just meet people at the right time sometimes. I'm a big believer on that. I'm a big believer of people coming into your life for the, the right or for reasons, whatever they are, right or wrong reasons, people come into your life at the times they're meant to. Mm. And so I'm big on networking. I'm still very much establishing my foundations here. I've oh, yeah. moved, done quite well on that. I've built a beautiful friend group and a beautiful career. Um, I had a great partner and I'm everything is like, Good, but I'm just one of those people I just like to meet new people, hear new experiences, talk to new people. It, it, it's really fascinating after coming through probably my 20s where I didn't do that too much. Mm. I had sort of established friend groups and very particular people that I would associate with, whereas that's now completely different. I'm really, really vibing on, um, on hearing completely out there and different experiences to what I've had. Yes, you're thriving I'm on thriving. Thrive with Nin. Now, anyone listening, 07-3470-4646. That's 3470-4646. Call us. Talk to us. I will be waiting for someone to ring. But if not, we're just going to keep talking each other's ears off. <laughs> so feel free to call. Yeah, I'm happy to answer any questions anyone has if yeah, anyone's listening. Yeah, call us. Um, we will talk to you. It, it'll be super easy. You'll just be on the desk. And then when you hang up, don't hang up on me. I'll, I'll, put, I'll, ha I'll pick up the phone and thank you. And then I'll hang up. So, yeah. So, uh, so let's look at it. Um, 3470-4646. That's 3470 4646. You might need to do an 07 in front of it if you're not from Queensland. Um, but yeah, no, no, feel, feel free to call us. Uh, feel free. So anyway, I was, I was talking about my first sort of look, how you were wearing leather pants. Mm -hmm. And it made me think of that episode of Friends from uh, when Ross... He gets stuck in the leather pants yeah. and he's like, he's doing the cowboy walk. I'm a little more... I've got he, a little bit, bit more decorum And than he calls that. Joey, who is like the least... Um, intellectual friend and he gives him like all this bad advice with like the lotion and the powder and... yeah oh my gosh I remember that episode so I, I don't know these pants have like a fleece lining on the inside oh, so nice. they go on pretty easy mm. they're just super tight so undoing them and doing them up is yeah well they, they look tricky. amazing they really like complement your figure you're also wearing a sort of um, I love the top. It's a it, top. It's a halter neck. It's, like, it's black, but I don't know what to call it. It's I like, don't know. It's, it's almost, such a unique piece. I got it from Black Milk, black, and I liked course. it because it was just so unique. You don't see anything like it. Like it's got the floaty sides, but it's kind of tight at the top. Yeah. And it works with these pants. Yeah, and I'd call it a little bit like gothic fairy core because it's got that sort of tapered sides, a bit. like a like a fairy skirt. Yeah. Um, and then you're also wearing sort of like a belt that has chains on it. Yeah. Yeah, that looks really cool. Yeah, very and, much my image. And it's then, a new one. I've only just got it. Yeah, no, and and then because it's a halter neck, it shows off all your art on your arms and. Um, You've got beautiful black hair, you've got a beautiful face, you've got a beautiful voice. When I first started talking to <laughs> Chloe, I said that she had a voice like an oak tree on a windy day. 
<laughs> I don't make me blush. I've take never that, heard my voice described like that before. Take that however you will, but that to me is your voice. You've got you're my Oki tree friend. <laughs> I've never heard that description and um it's yeah, my voice is probably one of the things I've struggled with the most with my whole transition and that journey. Um, and then being the masochist I am, I went and got a job in a call center. Oh, no. So I talk to people all day. And that's been challenging, but it's made me more resilient as well. Mm. And that's that's something I look for and I strive for is to be resilient and mm. mentally mentally resilient. And I had to do a lot of that work before I came out. Mm. And then I kind of slacked off a little bit once I did come out. Mm. But it's been a journey I've gotten back onto of keeping myself mentally mentally strong, I would say. Yeah, um, no, confident, um, loving yourself. Yeah. And brushing off people that are going to not be nice. Yeah, I don't really carry a lot of that negativity. And the, the, the biggest thing I've found is my self-worth is defined by me, not anyone else. That's amazing. So that, I, I take other people's opinions on board. I listen to them. With a grain but, of salt. But it doesn't, like, my opinion on me is me. And I like myself. So that's like what too. matters. <laughs> so uh, that's that's a that's a freeing place to get to when you get to that point where you're like, I like myself. Like, if that person doesn't like me, that's that's cool. That's what I call growth and thriving. Yeah. I th I really do believe you're thriving. Yeah. And you are on Thrive with Nin. Tuesdays two to three p.m. Oh wait, no, sorry. Two, Tuesdays two to four p.m. Yeah, it's a two-hour show. So. Um, this is live at the moment, but I'll be uh, editing and replaying it as a package on my Tuesday show from 2 to 4 p.m. And, uh, Which I can't wait because I will get to hear it. Yes. Hear, yes, my, can, hear my oak tree voice. Yes, you can tune in or I could just send it to you uh, tonight. Um, either way, you'll hear it and... We can just keep doing this. You can be a regular if you're enjoying yourself. You know, I like the publicity. Yes, so. no, it's amazing. I take any opportunity I can to get publicity. So yeah. if you've just tuned in, 3470-4646, that's 3470-4646. You might need to put an 07 in front of it if you're not from Queensland. Did you want to take a break or are you still happy to talk? We did take a bit of a break. Do you need water? Yeah, I do need I some need water. I need some water actually. too. Alright, this next song, there's a few sweepers, but it'll be uh, Wrong Decisions, the clean version by NAV Nav. Phoenix Radio! When it comes to food safety and protecting yourself and your family from getting sick, how many times a day do you think you should wash your hands? Twice a day? Three times a day? Maybe five times? What if I said you should always wash your hands after using the toilet or changing a nappy, after blowing your nose, after touching animals, and before handling, preparing, and eating food? How many times a day would it be now? Food safety, it's in your hands. For more information, visit foodsafety.asn.au. Can't get enough of your sport and the strange and sensational stories from around Australia and the world. Horses. Live every Friday from 12pm, join Brendan for the news. State Cabinet today signed off on a $1 billion redevelopment to the Gabba Stadium. The weird. Yes, a bobcat, he screams in terror. He had to throw the animal across the yard before it ran back under the car. And the downright shocking. Now this is obviously abhorrent behaviour from a group of grown adults. And to happen at an under-13s game of rugby league is just a thousand percent unacceptable. Overtime of Brendan Cahill. 12pm Fridays.
Had to get it all by myself, I ain't have a choice When you got nobody around, it's hard to enjoy it In public, wear my chain, I make sure I show it Always feel like something's missing, I'm just trying to fill my voids My heart been filled with pain, I just cover it up in Dior Staying courtside at the game, thinking about my problems on the floor I don't really enjoy this shit I got, I'm always chasing more Trying to keep up with other people, it's starting to turn into a chore To myself, I'm doing damage, nobody gon' understand it Tell the plug I need my fix I can't really trust my b- I just pray that my brothers don't switch All the people I help along list Making hits I just know I won't miss Take my words and they twist them on the block At least I know that they stand on my job When I think about time I start to plot I can't let no one come and take my spot What you making a day I make it minutes The game I'm a ball while I'm in it Speed and driving on the road to ridges I just hope I don't make the wrong decisions If my ex try calling my phone I'm still gonna ignore it I'm sorry I'm not the same guy from before Growing up in my hood, I ain't get time to mature Now I got too many options to explore Gotta watch that tell time, but it never tick I was rolling at one time when I made something lit Ever since then, I really don't know when I'ma quit Ever since then, it's hard to trust everyone I'm with Chasing that feeling when I feel like nothing can stop me I just wanna feel it, I've been using for their body I was just in a jam when XO came and got me I ain't no industry plan, my money growing trees, do you copy? To myself, I'm doing damage, nobody gonna understand it Tell the plug I need my fix I can't really trust my b- I just hope that my brothers don't switch All the people I help along list Making hits I just know I won't miss Take my words and they twist them on the blocks At least I know that they staying on my jock When I think about time I start to plot I can't let no one come and take my spot What you making a day I make it minutes The game on my ball while I'm in it Speeding driving on the road to riches I just hope I don't make the wrong decisions Welcome to phoenixradio.com.au. My name is Shannon Bat, uh, also known as Nin Catriona, if you are so inclined to call me by my preferred name. I'll just get Chloe Morningstar to do a uh, test for the mic. Hello, you've got Chloe Morningstar returning. Ah, yes. Okay, we are back. Amazing. All right. So I made some notes. If I can, if my laptop fingerprint will let me open. A couple of things we talked about during our break. Chloe quit smoking. I did about three weeks ago now, so mm. I've moved over to vape, and it is one of the best decisions I've ever made. Mm. So not just from the money point of view, because the vapes are like fifty dollars for three of them. Oh yep. And they'll last me like three weeks, whereas I was spending probably two hundred and sixty to three hundred dollars a fortnight on cigarettes. They are expensive They're in Australia. Expensive, and they, they smell bad, quit. and they taste bad, and I've been. Promising myself to quit for ages. I'm not actually was not supposed to smoke when I started HRT mm. um, because of blood clotting issues. Oh yep. But I just never gave them up. It was just the one thing I couldn't quit. But I finally did it, and I planned to taper off. But the moment I started vaping, it was just like I don't need the smokes anymore. I ended up giving them to a friend at work. Amazing. 
amazing. And haven't looked back. So no, I, um, I'm a vape chick now. I used to smoke a lot. My smoke of choice was B&H Smooth. I have a beret that still smells like it. I, um, yeah. My friend Liz, shout out to Liz, who wrote Escandolo de la Piscina, beautifully written, I will show you, um, if you didn't watch it when I sent it to you. I sent I you uh, something I made, like, and it was on YouTube. I think you might have sent me that while I was working, oh, and then yeah. I might have said I would look at it later. But All right, well, on the, car, with those. On, the, on the car ride back to Highgate Hill, um, I will show you. Awesome. And it'll be, it'll sound good because it's a, attached to my car. Yeah. Shout out to Apple Play. <laughs> I had to buy an iPhone to use that car. I used to have a Samsung. Ah, uh, see, I'm a Samsung chick. I yeah. can't, und I don't understand iPhones. I, um, I, ha I bought this car. Well, no, I didn't buy it. My parents, shout out to my parents. Uh, when I was 19, they bought me a car. Yeah. And, um, cause I needed to drive and, um, they couldn't always do it for me cause they work full time and they're very generous. But anyway, shout out to mom and dad <laughs> for buying me a car when I was nine, eight, in 2017 when I was 19. Um, <laughs> I can't math. Um, and it was for an iPhone. Yeah. So I upgraded. Well, it's not an upgrade. It's a You switch. went across. I went across the iPhone, cross, yeah. cross platform. You're one of those now. Um, but yeah, anyway, I, I was a huge smoker. And then one day I just kept throwing up because the cigarettes were making me throw up. And now yeah. I associate cigarette smoke with nausea. Which is good if you've got that negative association. It's good for keeping you away from it. I actually tried to have a cigarette at a pod barbecue last weekend. Mm. I couldn't stomach it. I had one drag and I was like, no, this isn't so for me. So good to hear. But the smell is in all my clothes and it, it, it's a turn off. It, the smell is just so disgusting. And I can't believe it smelled like that fit for so long. Yeah, so. it really sticks on everything. Mm -hmm. So I have another note. Um, so you usually have to wear corporate attire and active wear. Well, yeah, so I work a lot. I work very, very long hours. Um, and as always, always wearing corporate casual. And then in my own time, I, I'm pretty much always just wearing active wear because it's easy. Mm. I can just throw on a pair of leggings and a sports bra and then a t-shirt and then go out anywhere. Yeah. I really found that I wasn't like actually expressing myself through my clothing because I was only wearing what I would need to wear for work and then active wear. So that's why the leather pants and looking like a Valkyrie Barbie today. Yes, that's my other note. <laughs> Valkyrie Barbie. I love it. So I'll just delete those notes so I don't ask you again. Um, I've got flirting with tags. So That was fun. A little bit risque. Shout out to bisexual women. I'm looking for you. I'm coming for you. Um, only with your consent, of course. Um, when I notice a woman who I deem well, not deem, but if I if I'm attracted to someone and they're a woman and their tag is out, I'm gonna go pop that tag back in and say, "Here you go, babe. Just looking out for you." And I get to touch them, but not in like a predatory way. It's a nice casual way of introducing a bit of interest. And, and um, I ask their consent before I touch them. So yeah. I'll be like, oh, hi, can I pop your tag back in? And they'll be like, oh, yeah, sure, thanks. And I'm like, you are so welcome. <laughs> um, <laughs> thank you for letting me do that. So I've got another note about dead naming. Yeah, so that one's a funny one because it's not one that particularly bothers me because I moved to Queensland to come out. So I, I moved away from everyone I knew. And when I moved up here, the only person I knew was my best friend who I moved in with. Mm. 
Mm. Um, and everyone I've met up here has only known Chloe. So my previous name was Chris. Um, and it, it's not a name that just, it doesn't get used up here because no one knows it. No one ever met that version of me. They've mm. all met me since coming out. So going home, it was a little bit different. A few people had a little bit of a difficulty with it. Not as much as I was anticipating because mm. I've only just gone home recently for the first time since I came out. Where's home? Home's Melbourne. So, I love Melbourne. Um, from Melbourne. I'm a Sunbury girl. So yes. if anyone from Sunbury is listening, hello. Uh, so that's... Three four seven zero four six four six. If you're not from Queensland, it's zero seven three four seven zero four six four six. Come talk to us. I'm literally waiting for a call, but I'll just chat to Chloe in the meantime. But um, yeah, all the people in Sunbury, like they all knew me as that person. So adapting to Chloe would have been a bit tricky for them. But up here, it most people don't know that that was my original name. No one's ever had that that interaction with that previous person. So. Mm. I haven't had those typical issues that a lot of trans people do tend to have. If you meet someone and they so happen to have your dead name, would it would it be triggering? No, I just gently correct them. Not um, calling you that name, but if that was their own name. Ah, oh, so yeah, I've met a couple. So Chris is quite a common name. I meet quite a few Chris's. Um, it, it's fascinating. It's not really a trigger for me. It doesn't really set me off or anything. It's just talking to them and I find um, I find that there's a Chris that I interact with quite frequently and when people talk to him occasionally I just get like a jolt of like response and then I beat myself up for that but mm. it's just usually comes through the, to the tone so if someone speaks to him in a tone that I've associated with something in my previous life I have that like minute like Oh, oh, no, that wasn't me. Not anymore. So, not anymore. That's all. That is part of my life. That is you call done. That, you call that time the BC. Yeah, I call it the BC time. So the before Chloe times. Mm, I so. love that. No, I really love that. And now my last note is just ask Chloe questions. Chloe loves answering questions. So I'm hit me. What have you got? What oh, do you want to know? Gosh, well, shout out to my friend Liz, who is a trans woman who taught me a lot about being transgender and how hard it is. See, for me, it hasn't been particularly hard. So I've had my moments. Uh, I, I still have moments where I'll get super down on myself or I get get rocked. Um, I ended up on a turf Facebook page accidentally the other mm. night and it made me cry. Because oh, there's some very, very mean people that have got some... Yeah, some pretty horrific beliefs. Um, but typically, I don't, I don't get triggered, and um, yeah, my my transition, I had a bit of a reset when I got here. Um, my confidence sort of dropped, and I was like scared to go out for a little while. But I had the benefit of coming out in a new city where I didn't know anyone in the middle of COVID, where the streets were empty. My best friend was really supportive and like pushed me to just go off the deep end with it and just jump right into it instead of like trying to ease into it and I did that and it took me a bit of like a probably a mental reset mm. um and then I got through that mental reset and just came back so confident and just self-assured that as far as my transition goes I don't really really take any issues from it so 
I'm just working on getting towards my surgeries. Uh, I've got my boob job. Yes. And I've got my consult for that in a couple of weeks, which is oh, super exciting. I'm and so then I'm planning excited. bottom surgery for next year. Oh, my goodness. So. Oh, that's going to be a big one. Yeah, it's huge. It, it's massive. It's life-altering surgery. Yeah. But for me, I can't, I, I can't, can't come quick enough. And I've been super lucky with hormones. They have just worked for me. Yes, so, you look amazing. Thank you. Yeah, I've feminized very very well and i've shown you the comparison pic and it's I like looking believe, at two separate people i couldn't believe uh what i was seeing it, it wasn't you it yeah, was someone it else for my tattoos people would be like that is absolutely not you yeah like and people people will say when they see like side by side shots of me they're like you can see it a little bit but it was so fascinating because i started changing really early mm. so my face feminized i think within about three months of starting hrt um and now getting into um just coming up on two years on hrt and like i'm starting all the fats redistributing so um, my hips are developing my breasts have obviously grown to a certain point which i want to enhance mm. um but my, my figure and my partner has been with me on this whole journey and he has just said i, I don't see it because i look at myself every day mm. and i'm my own critic worst mm. critic mm. uh i like my looks but i'm always like always at that what's my next level what's my next level but he's like your changes are phenomenal like it's hard to see it in yourself like i'm losing weight mm. and i can't tell mm. but everyone is seeing it and saying well done um, you're looking fantastic yeah uh just to clarify um i do not have an eating disorder i'm just in a calorie deficit so i'm, I'm i have an app called lose it and i log everything i eat so i usually eat fruit all day um, have a decent lunch and a normal dinner. Um, but then I do intermittent fasting for maybe like 10 hours. So I don't really like snack that much. Um, but I find that I, I haven't been hungry. So I just have normal, like I eat whatever I want. I had cheesecake and fried rice for dinner last night and it was still in a calorie deficit. So don't think that you have to eat nothing to lose weight. Cause that's, that's not true. You have to keep eating, just eat the right things. Like, I don't have fried rice and cheesecake every day, but I just do whatever I want as long as it's still under. I love cheesecake. Cheesecake is one of my favorites. Yeah. And I'm one of those lucky people, so don't hate me, people with slow metabolisms, but I'm tiny, as you can see. Yes. Um, and I can eat whatever I want. I, it's not something I need to worry about. My metabolism is incredibly fast. and mm. I'm teeny tiny amazing and that's actually going back to the trans thing that's actually probably been the hardest thing i've encountered is the loss of my strength oh yes so i used to be really strong mm. um and uh, it kind of feels like a little bit like a superhero who lost her powers oh. in those in the movies and tv shows where they like lose their powers for a day and they're not strong anymore that's what it feels like so i used to be incredibly strong for my size um and now i'm not now i'm like i really struggle but my mind hasn't caught on to that so i still try to lift lift what i used to be able to lift and it, it, it's just not an option mm. so that's been the hardest thing to come to terms with because i wouldn't describe you as muscles i'd say you have toned yeah i've got toned like if you flex you know if i flex definitely open some jars for me but yeah not lift as much as he used to. But I struggle. I, I can't open jars. So oh I was living goodness. with my housemate. She's a little five foot four tiny. And she had to open jars for me because wow. I couldn't. 
I had acrylic nails for a while oh, and I couldn't yeah. open cans and stuff, but... Yeah, for those listening, Chloe has beautiful, like, dark red nails at the moment. Blood red talons. Blood red talons. Like, oh, amazing. I, I really want to get French tips, but money. Money. Your girl's a struggling uni student. <laughs> but I plan on coming out of this degree with a huge um, business plan for my own company where I hire other freelancers. Yeah, cool. So it's going to be great. It'll be uh, film production and photography. Mm-hmm. I'll be doing... Uh, com- Do you know what compassion and loss photography is? No, not a term I've heard. It's when people have stillborns oh. and they want photographs of their birth just to remember oh, them yeah and i do that for free yeah that's a that's a wonderful service to provide not a lot of people know about it and not yeah, a lot of people do it not because it's, heard. it's free and it's it's you know compassion grief we've talked yep. about compassion grief before it's hard yep. um but i'm good at being soft and being gentle yeah and i think if i was in the room with them that very sad day maybe as, as much as possible, it would brighten their day just a little bit. Yeah, and I, I appreciate that. I, I'm a little bit different. I've got a bit of a hard edge. Mm. Um, but I do, do certainly, like, my heart goes out to people that have gone through that. It's an awful, awful experience. Mm. And that compassion is, it, it's it's a real thing. And it can, can really cause some drama yeah. if you don't manage it appropriately. Therapy is for everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm seeing a clinical psychologist very soon I'm yeah very... i've got a psychologist i see her once a month i'm very excited because... it's cathartic i feel like after i've gone to a session with her everything doesn't seem so big yeah so... once you can talk about it yeah and they have sage advice yeah um if, it, if they're good yeah it, it's it, i love it i love it it took me a long time because i used to have the thought that the only person qualified to work on my mind was me mm. um but I sort of, as as I got older, I revised that opinion. And then when I came out, I needed to go through, obviously, psychiatric um, care, or not care, assessment, I mm, think. Just to make sure. For the diagnosis of gender dysphoria. Sure that you were sure. Yeah, and it's strongly recommended by, like, all my medical team to have a good foundation in psychological care. So I do, but I just find it. I don't even really talk to them about my transition because I don't have a tremendous amount of issue with my transition. That's so good to so hear. For me, yeah. it's, yeah, for You're me, it's thriving. just chatting. I am thriving. Thriving. And not stopping anytime soon. No. I'm just getting more and more confident you, you as time are, goes on. From the get-go, when I first started talking to you, when I first met you, mm. unstoppable. Yeah, I am. I, I do. I, I occasionally need to be stopped because I do have a habit of doing too much and burning out. Oh, yes. Me too. Me too. But I'm managing that appropriately. I've learned to say no. Yes, so, I am a people pleaser and it's one of my flaws. Yeah, I'm, I'm learning that. I'm still learning it and I still get caught in those traps of I'll overcommit myself to things and then have to pull plug on things and be like, get tremendous around, amount of guilt around it. But I've gotten good at knowing what my limits are and being able to focus my abilities on a couple of things that I'm doing that I really take something from instead of trying to focus my abilities on everything because it just gets too much mm. and I burn out and then I do nothing so because you need the rest well I, my body just goes no more yeah you're no, not I, capable we are the same person <laughs> I I've, I have to cancel plans tomorrow that I really want to go to Shout out to Brie and Genesis. I'm so sorry. I can't make it. I have to focus on uni. 
I only have like 12 days before a really big assignment is due and I really want to see you but I can't tomorrow um, so yeah I'll, I'll flick you a message <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, I know and what you mean. if they didn't know, surprise! Yeah, if you didn't know, surprise! But I don't think they're listening because I haven't given them the link. Yeah. Uh, and you know, they have lives, they're busy. Yeah. I mean, not, not that if you listen to the radio you don't have a life, but I'm, I'm pretty sure they're doing things. Yeah. So, yeah, no. It's Saturday morning, people are out. It's yeah. not the nicest day, but it's... It's currently 10.08am on Saturday the October 8th, 2022. I said the in a weird spot, but I'm not gonna cut it out. I'll just leave it. It's authentic. <laughs> it's authentic. It's unique. Mm. If anyone's listening, 3470-4646. That's 3470-4646. You might need to put an 07 in front of it if you are not from Queensland. Call us, talk to us. I'll try to line up people to chat to, like, with us next time you Yeah, oh, definitely. And so, if you know anyone that would be keen... I will ask around. Ask around. There's a few people, like... I don't know, most people seem to be pretty private. I tend to attract introverts. Mm. So um, a, a lot of my friend group are quite reserved and quite private people. Mm. Um, and that's fine. And then there's just me... Yes. ...booting down doors and... Yes. Um, ...power walking my way through life. Amazing. Yeah, no, I've, I've tried... A lot of people who I thought would be great because they are great, mm. but they just didn't want to be recorded. And I was understanding. It's a big thing for some people. Yeah. And some people, some people, it's just not something that they, they can entertain. And a lot of people don't to that. like the sound of their own voice. See, that's a fascinating one with me because I hate the sound of my voice. I love the sound of my voice. I hate it because it's the one thing I, I have to control it quite heavily at work. Mm. Um, so I've been working on inflection because I should probably go see a speech therapist, but I'm like, that's money I don't need That's to spend. I can spend that on tits and tattoos. Um, yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes, exactly. Um, and it'll come naturally to you as you progress. It already is, but I'm incredibly critical of it. Mm. So I, and I, I just think, cause it's never going to be a naturally sounding feminine voice. Um, I've heard some that I didn't even know they were trans. Yeah. I wanted to say that I, um, I haven't even told you this in person, so I'll tell you now. I didn't even know you were trans. It was my partner that said, oh, I think they're trans. And I'm like, no, no, no. They just like, you know, the, they have like a deep voice, like for a woman. And he, he was like, no, I looked on her profile and it clearly says that they're trans and I'm like oh I, I, I didn't even know yeah so, I, I don't lean on it a lot so I don't like fly the flag I'm not super like down with all the labels and stuff for me it's just a medical procedure I'm going through so but yeah like from my content and my modeling photos you can't tell mm. like unless you really really focus in and you can spot my Adam's apple which unfortunately I never get rid of that um, I can't even see it yeah, you don't notice it until you it's focus all, on it, and then you're angles. like, "Yeah." And I'm good at working my angles. Yeah. So and you could always get like a makeup artist to do like a light prosthetic. Yeah. And it I doesn't come up in my photos because because I know it and I'm aware of it. I can work my angles around it. Yeah. So it doesn't really come into my modelling too often, uh, unless unless there's like a specific thing. And usually I'm wearing a collar for my modeling yes! shots, which covers it. So. Yeah, that's so handy and so cool. Oh. Are you happy to keep talking or do you need a break? No, I'm happy to keep talking okay. if you are. Do you have any other Amazing. burning questions you want to ask Oh, that's me? right. It's ask Chloe questions. Oh gosh. Well, I mean, 
because I have a few trans friends, there's like nothing that I... Well, that's not true. There's a lot I don't know. Yeah. But there's nothing that's really, like, burning at the moment. Yeah. So it's, like, really good to hear that your transition has, has been so good. You know, you don't, you don't hear been... about that. It's always It's hard. always negativity and horror stories. And I, I go out of my way to make the most of my... My decision. So I, I never had a choice in this, but I certainly had a decision to make and I made that decision in November 2019. Um, the biggest thing I found coming out was there were no objective experiences that you could consume in uh, media. Like no one, no one tends to talk about their, um, their transition or their journey. And I found that I think a lot of the fear around trans people that's in society at the moment is because people just don't know anything about it or us. Yeah. And so I, I freely offer my, my, my experience and that's all I've got to offer is my and experience. And it's beautiful. And I freely offer that to people and people will be like, they're like, I don't want to appear invasive or I don't want to offend you. And I'm like, you won't. Like, whatever questions people have, I'm super happy to answer them because it's the only way people are going to learn. People are going to know about the experiences that I've gone through, the trials, which there haven't been that many trials, but the ones that I've gone through, the triumphs, because coming out is literally the best thing I ever did. Kind of wish I did it a little bit earlier, but I also kind of look at it on, I came out when I was meant to, and it was, it, all the things I did in my previous life, I feel just built me up to become the woman that I was always supposed to be. Amazing. Um, I have amazing news. I just contacted Maria Drake, mm -hmm. who is, who I consider a good friend. Mm -hmm. I haven't seen them in five years. Mm -hmm. And since then they've transitioned. Mm -hmm. And I just said, call me. Hello. Hey, I'm just going to put you on the desk. Tell one. I come in here? Hello. Hi, you got me? Okay. No? Alright. So, can you hear us? I can, yeah. Okay, we need to put our headphones on. Okay. We have been talking without our headphones on and just like walking around and stuff with all the mics on. Oh, wonderful. Yeah, wonderful. I'll just turn up the headphone volume. Uh, is that too loud for you? No, that's okay. Okay, cool. And just like move your microphone so it's like easier for you to talk. Cause yeah. Because now we're talking on the phone. I'm coming through all right. Yeah, I can hear you both. Oh, great, great. So um, I don't have a rundown. Uh, it's Saturday. Uh, hope I'm not bothering you with your plans. You're good. How long do you need me for? Um, as long as you are happy to talk. So it could be five minutes, it could be an hour. Um, as, as long as you're happy to be recorded. Yeah, cool. Amazing. Well, okay. Uh, welcome to phoenixradio.com.au. My name's Shannon Bat, but my preferred name is Nin. I'm sitting here with Chloe Morningstar. Say hi, Chloe. Hello. And we are chatting to Maria Drake. Am I pronouncing that right? You are so close. It's Mor uh, Moria. Moria. That's right. Cause you're yeah. Maury Drake. Yes. Yeah, so we, we chatted before for an assignment and I was shaking. I was so nervous. <laughs> you did so well, though. I, oh, did I? Yeah, you did excellent. Oh, I was worried I was like asking you questions that were weird. 
No, no, no. I um, I gave you a lot of positive feedback to um, to your lectures, and everything went really, really well. Oh, oh. well, I got a six, so thank you. No, any time. I love in- encouraging people coming into radio. It's such a good field, and yeah. more clear voices are better. I love it. Yeah, and I have just been like so into it lately, like. Spencer had to say that I needed to book the studio because I just kept coming in when no one was on air. Oh my god, go you. <laughs> Thank you. So I booked it for today, got security to open up the TV studio, and I took some really cool photos of Chloe. Yeah, that was fun. And, um, I can't wait to see the finished product. I, I didn't know how to change the lights because I wanted a red light. Oh, damn. If I was still in Springfield, I would have helped you out in a heartbeat. Yeah, and uh, I could have <laughs> called Zane... But I haven't had his permission to even go in the TV studio, so I wasn't sure if he was just going to be like, get out. So yeah, uh, so I just (laughs) was like kind of playing around with the lights, turn them all on at least Mm -hmm. because there's a blackout button. So I turned that off and then I was just fiddling around with the faders until it was just really bright in there. Okay. Well, I mean, we got it. And then, um, you know how there's a curtain? Yeah. I pulled it all the way back so it was a white backdrop. Mm-hmm. And I went like a low sort of angle so Chloe looks really powerful. Chloe is oh, really powerful. Beautiful. Because Chloe is really powerful. And um, anyway, that's us. I just wanted to introduce you to Chloe. She has an amazing story that like we've just been chatting about. But don't worry, I'll send this to you um, once I get it off the logger. Oh, perfect. And Hello, nice to meet you. Yeah, Hi, so nice to meet you too, Chloe. <laughs> this is Moria Drake. Yeah, Maury's fine. Maury's fine? Okay, well, yeah, thank you. Fine. Just, like, I just wanted to say thank you so much for um for coming on. Yeah, fun. I was literally just sitting out in the sun in my hammock, just chilling. So this oh, is I got you at a good time. Sounds like the life. <laughs> no, I, oh, um, I, was, I was trying to spell your name. And I just typed in M and was going through everyone. I've got 1,700 oh, friends. <laughs> and and, and um, I found you and I just said, like, um, can you come on the air to talk to my trans friend? And you were like, yeah, what's the angle? I'm like, oh, good stuff. Here's the number. Um, <laughs> literally good stuff. There's nothing bad. Like, it's a really great environment. Chloe is thriving. How long have you been um, on HRT, Chloe? So I've been on HRT for two years now. I've been out oh. since November 2019, and I am having the time of my life. You're about four months ahead of me, girl. You're doing excellent. Ah, <laughs> oh, okay, so you're coming up, so... Yeah, coming up for my two, yeah. Yeah. Oh, How have you found it? It's been fun. Uh, you know, there are definitely the benefits, and then you also have to, you know, go through puberty again, which the people around you have to have a little bit of patience, too. It's been a bit of a bit of a difficult person to be around, I imagine. Yeah, but, um, that didn't it, hit me too much. So I, I got a little bit moody probably around the first six months I was on HRT. Yeah, that was that was me too. But I I had super low T, so it was super like it ran me over like a truck. Yeah. I don't think I hit real pu- puberty first time anyway. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I was moody to begin with, so it just mm. got a little bit worse. The, the friend that I was with at the time, the one I was living with, she um, she said that it was bad. She's like, the mood swings were phenomenal because I'd burst into tears if I dropped a spoon while I was making coffee. And yeah, like, inconsolable. That was, that was fun. I cried because I had a small cupcake. 
<laughs> I get that. I get that totally. And I, I've definitely had those. I've, I've My moods have definitely stabilized a bit now. I still have my moods, but it, it's just mm-hmm. general moodiness, which is just me. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I came into it a bit later in life, so I had finished the first puberty well and truly, and then reintroduced it. So I started HRT at like 28. Yeah. Yeah, thirty-two yeah. for me. So. Oh my God, go you! Yeah, You're much younger. Yeah, I got there, and I feel like it's actually a little bit reversed my aging because I looked quite old. I was losing my hair. I was receding from the front. Um, HRT repaired that, and my hair is glorious. Yeah, yeah Chloe With has. Um, Chloe, Chloe has. Oh, sorry, I'm like cutting you off. You go. No, no, no. Go ahead. Go okay, I'm oh, sorry. Go. I was just saying, Chloe has this gorgeous black hair. Mm. Uh, with like a really nice hairline and it's just it just worked hrt just worked for me everything just just kind of lined up but i feel mm-hmm. it's like making me as i get further along hrt i feel like i'm looking younger because it's like clearing up my skin oh you look phenomenal yeah, it's, like, yeah are you even it's... wearing makeup <laughs> i am i am i'm wearing very light makeup because i don't need it no you don't like yeah, I, yeah. what were you saying maury Oh, I just, I have very similar experiences. I am getting carded again, but I'm 50-50 unsure if they're just trying to work out who I am. But, um, no, definitely that useful, that rejuvenation, and everyone else in their 30s are, like, slowly falling apart. I'm like, I, I can bend over fine. What's going on? Yeah, I feel like I'm kind of going backwards. I feel like I was, like, somehow cheated nature, but... Hey, it's oh, yeah, working for me, and I look phenomenal <laughs> and uh, incredibly stoked with where I'm you, looking at. And what... Your confidence and just who you are. It, oh, I just, you become the five people you hang out with, and I just want to become Chloe Morningstar. <laughs> like, Thank you. Like, you're just such a good person to be around. You're such a good person to talk to. On Instagram, you share things on your story saying, like, you need to read this, and it's all about saying things like... Uh, it doesn't matter what people think of you as, as long as you love yourself. 100%. And that's that's sort of the way I run my life is, is my opinion of me is what matters. But I, I do enjoy trying to help people and bring positivity into people's lives wherever I can. And it's not always up and up. There's dark days, but that's life. And Yeah, you can't have light without a little bit of darkness. No. And the it makes you appreciate life more when things are light. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one hundred percent, and definitely. Yeah, like the dark days, they come. I get through them. Um, yeah, coping mechanisms and self care. They're not all healthy. My coping mechanisms. <laughs> yeah, like hitting the vapes and. <laughs> yeah, having a drink. Having a drink. Stuff. Yeah, <laughs> we're keeping it light <laughs> on Phoenix Radio, um, but yeah, like um, Maury, what what do you do for self care? I personally love m- my bath time. That's my personal mm-hmm. time. What do, what do you do? Uh, for me, it's a combination of either. Uh, so I got really hard into crochet because oh, I really love that aesthetic. Me too. So I've been making my own like um, I'm in the middle of making a couple of summer cardigans that are really like sheer and like comfy. Yes. But um, either that or just you know the the typical like. Skincare actually has been a really interesting addiction and self-care. Do you, method well. you do you use the ordinary? I I use Tatcha, so I Ooh. use the ordinary, and then I went up to Tatcha because um, my partner and I are a little obsessed with skincare, and we thought stuff that will put as much money into it as we yeah, can. Yeah, it's so. an investment. Yeah. I've just gone on that journey myself, and I've I've chosen Glow Lab. 
Sorry. I'll go with that too. That's, um, that's what my partner's currently using. Yeah. Amazing. It's expensive, but it's so worth it's it. It's an investment. It's good like... skincare. It, it can, sorry to cut you off. Yeah, um, no, no. You go. Good skincare can like boost your whole mood because you feel. Oh, absolutely. Like, even if it's only a little thing that you're doing and it's just doing a bit of skincare on a day to day, it, it boosts mm. your mood because it makes you feel like you're doing something. It makes you feel like you're making healthy choices and decisions. And it feels And it's good. something for you. Yeah. It feels yeah. great. So I'll come in on a Sunday like a complete train wreck from the weekend. And <laughs> <laughs> put like a moisturizer and a mask on and I just feel like, oh yeah, I'm making all the right choices. Yeah, no. Exactly. Like you feel good when you're taking care of yourself. Like I personally love Lush bath bombs. Oh, I haven't mm-hmm. had one of them for ages. I yeah. don't have a bath in my house. So you don't? I don't. Oh. No. Well, I miss that. Oh, I was. Oh. See, I'm in Toowoomba. We don't have a lush at all, so I just have to make sure that whenever I come up, I get to make a special trip up. Well, for being on this show, Maury, I'll do a giveaway. I'll get you a few lush bath bombs for being my guest. Oh, you're beautiful. Oh, so are you. I miss you. I and I'm sorry for like when I was undiagnosed bipolar. Like you saw me in the before time when I didn't have good mental health. Oh, yeah. Well, you saw me in the before time under the same condition, so we're all good. (laughs) I I actually do miss you. Like, when I came back, I was looking for you, and then they were telling me that um, that that person uh, doesn't exist anymore and um, to look for this person, and it was uh, Maria Drake, and I was so happy. (laughs) Yeah, I was really surprised. So that environment down there was interesting to try and come to terms with it, but I felt it was easy after doing a quick move to just, like, Stuff it. I'll, I'll be happy for once. And the world was ending, so we tried to, you know, feel a bit better about it. Yeah. <laughs> it no. seems like you, you've done your transition very similar to me. So I moved from Melbourne to to um to come out, and I kind of wanted yeah. to move away from my town and do it do it quietly, yeah, do so it somewhere much else. Yeah. When yeah, when people aren't like, I work with so many people who don't know my dead name, and I didn't have to navigate that as much. But I can still rekindle these connections with people, and and kind of come back from it if that makes sense yeah it, it lets you be a bit more elective with the people you let back in yeah a hundred percent that's exactly what i've done and i've had to say goodbye to a few people and some very mm-hmm. very close friendships i had that fell away through the transition and i, yeah. I regret the loss but on the same hand if that's the way it is that's the way it is if that's trans- on them if they're yeah. transphobic, they're not your true friends. It's good to weed out the terrible people. Wasn't so much transphobia. Mm-hmm. I didn't receive any direct transphobia from any of the the people. It was more just the like, interests stop aligning and we just drifted apart. Oh. Yeah. So I, I didn't have any feuds or fights oh. with anyone. Well, I had a couple good. couple of people I hung around with back in Melbourne that like made some jokes and stuff when I came out. Uh, I responded yeah. to it with grace and poise. I was just like, look. You are so graceful. I don't, I don't need your opinion. I don't care for it. If that's your opinion, mm. that's fine. Oh. But whatever. Have a good life. Like, you become the bye-bye. people you hang out with and I want to become you. Please influence me positively. <laughs> I just, oh, I just like talking to you is a privilege. And I'm, oh. I mean that. And same to you, Maury. Like, I, I, I wasn't sure if you'd be busy because I literally said now. Uh, oh, I don't have a life. Come on. <laughs> like you have a life. You uh, so a little bit about Maury. Um, I met her when I was a baby, as in eighteen. Mm-hmm. I'm twenty four now. Believe, I re- and, remember it. And um, mom, good God. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Continue. What's I good? didn't realize it had been that long. Oh yeah. So in I um I did two years of uni and then I got my foot reconstructed. 
Mm. Um, and COVID hit, so the world ended and everything was shut. And um, anyway, I met Maury, um, who, like, had clearly been a student that did really well and then was staff. Mm-hmm. Is that the case? Yeah, so I, um, I have a problem-solving brain. So I studied the same film and television degree that men did, and when we got from there... When I stuck around, I kind of figured out how everything worked internally, so I was able to fix anything. And then the technician left, and I was the only one that kind of understood anything, so they put me under the contract for four years, and slowly then... letting me... And then um, I got poached by um, another internal production team at the university. So now I'm up in Swimba, um full-time technician, currently managing a team of nine producers. Amazing. Um, I'm so yeah. proud of you. You... you... You've done so well. That sounds very, very good. And now we've got a Zane. Zane is wonderful. He's okay. He's had a lot to learn. And I left very, very big shoes to fill, and I know that. Yeah. No, well, every every time I see him, he's very helpful. So I, mm-hmm. your absence hurts. Not going to lie. I, you are... I am sorry, and you are not the first person to um, tell me that, unfortunately. Um, but I'm so glad you're happy in Toowoomba. It's a beautiful place. Have you been to the Carnival of Flowers today, today, or just uh, in general? Yeah, it's hard to avoid. Um, <laughs> I'm close to the town, so it's it's just everywhere. And um, the university up in Toowoomba like to do little demonstrations and giveaways and stuff like that. So I've got a large amount of flowers that I've just stolen from the parade. Amazing. Nice. But no. And, yeah. and moving up here and taking that job gave me room to keep doing studies. So I'm, I'm currently doing my um, my PhD in a queer analysis of Star Trek. Yeah. So, um, so it, oh, sorry, you keep going. No, it's okay. Keep going. Um, I was one of the handpicked, well, not handpicked, I, I asked to come, but I was one of the five people that got to go to 4BC and ABC. Yeah. For a tour with Spencer. Oh, brilliant. And I didn't want to drive because of parking, so I asked Zane if he could drive me because he was going. Yeah. And then uh, just in casual conversation, he didn't drop your name, so I didn't know it was you, um, but he said he had a friend who's doing a master's degree in watching Star Trek and seeing how gay it is. Yeah, that's me. I'm migrating it to a PhD now, so I'm going to be a doctor of gay Star Trek. Um, that's amazing. <laughs> that's I, I can't wait. Like, oh, please. Oh, Academia continue. means everything and nothing, and I love it. I was in a Star Trek musical when I was 10. Oh, my God, that's amazing. Oh, it gets, it gets worse in the sense that they, um, they didn't have any people of colour, so they made me the oh, lieutenant. No. Oh, yeah, so I tell people I'm in a Star Trek musical, but I'm white. That's as far as you go, yeah. (laughs) With with big hoop earrings. And and my line was, uh, the clingers on the stop it bow, stop it bow, stop it bow. uh, And I'm doing lunges. Yeah. While while Klingons are running around me. I I wanted to be a Klingon, but uh, they needed a lieutenant. Yeah. And, uh-huh. and there were like, I, I said to them, I'm like, there's, there's people of color in other grades. Like, why can't they be in this production as a lieutenant? And they're like, oh, no, we're, we're, no, we're just, yeah, we don't have a spot for you. So you can be the lieutenant. And I'm like, uh, and I was 10. So like, even at 10, I knew that was wrong. <laughs> oh, well, I'm, I'm very happy to hear 
how that has touched your life in some way. I'm hoping the costuming just went to the earrings. Oh, yeah, yeah. Earrings and um, a red uh, long sleeve. Brilliant. And I made my own Star Trek logo, and I still have it. Oh, wonderful. Uh, so I'm, I'm so glad to hear you're a Trekkie. Um, my, just a little, yeah. My parents, um, they went to a Star Trek convention when they were, like, 18. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure I was conceived there. <laughs> I know I was um, I was born on while an episode of Deep Space Nine was being aired in the room for the first time with mum. Um, so she I... was enjoying it and I was born midway through that episode. In 1998, on June 29th at around 10.30pm, I was born to Star Trek Nemesis. Oh, brilliant. Yeah, so we Go. have a lot in common. And I want to just, just, just to touch on the crochet thing. You know how yeah. in uh, year three of um, the uh, Bachelor of Creative Arts you do BCA? Correct, yeah. I'm doing my BCA Part B uh, 3D textile art and I'm literally just crocheting. Oh, wonderful. So, like, if you wanted to... Um, like if that's okay, if it's not crossing a boundary, I was wondering if you yeah. could look at my project. Absolutely. I'm a, I'm a professional staff member, not academic, so I actually don't have any conflicts of interest there. Oh, good, good, good. Um, cause yeah, I, the, my, my supervisor, I don't know if you've met him, his name's Chris Carter. Um, I'm aware of Chris, yeah, I've met him once. But yeah. it was um, early 2020, so oh, but, yeah. But, I don't know if he remembers the person I am. Yeah, well, he's um, he's just come back from Germany. He does the Bachelor of uh, Interactive like gaming design. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he so he was in Germany for a hot minute, and um, I didn't get any feedback. Not like not like it was cool because I I was depressed and I wasn't actually doing any work. <laughs> so it kind of worked out for me and now I'm trying to smash it out now like literally like crocheting my heart out with an NX5 because I'm doing a time lapse oh my god wow and um, I'd love to see this piece I'd, I'd love for your um critical analysis or not critical analysis because I'm doing a critical analysis but I'd love for your feedback yeah I can give you some constructive feedback that's absolutely possible yeah, because like I, I have bipolar disorder and I was in a bipolar low at the start of this semester and I mm -hmm. literally didn't do anything like for weeks. Uh, I have um, several people in my life, including my partner, with the same disorder. So I am very, very familiar and I am so sorry you're dealing with that at the same time as trying to do an undergrad. Yeah, so, so very <laughs> I, could, I could feel it coming on last semester. So I only enrolled in two subjects this semester. Mm -hmm. So I do radio, which I've gotten good at. Like, I'll have to show you a clip of how I started because it was so bad because I was so anxious and so nervous because I was still depressed. Yeah. Uh -huh. um, but then my personality came back and, uh, like, I'm, I have a touch of hypermania. You can probably hear it. Um, but I'm, I've got it <laughs> controlled. Like, I, I'm mm -hmm. seeing my psychiatrist for a review really soon. I take Aripiprazole. Mm -hmm. I don't drink coffee. You know, just basic management. Yep. No. Um, but um, since my personality came back and is growing, especially meeting Chloe Morningstar um, mm. <laughs> and talking mm. to you, um, I've gotten so much better at radio. You sound like you're really owning the space, and I'm I'm so happy I got to talk to you. I do have to run. I'm sorry, my dears. Yes, that's okay. Um, that's okay. Thank but, you so much. Um, of course, and I will 
post you my Instagram so we can all connect and I want to see videos. Oh, yes. I'll send you the, um, I'll send you everything. Okay. Yeah. I'll get it to send a link to mine as well. Yeah. We'll all connect. Well, it's all about networking. All right. Well, absolutely. You're doing it wonderfully. And I will enjoy the rest of your show and I will talk to you guys later. All right. Thanks, Maury. Bye. Bye. That was Maury Drake, a very, I, I, I'm just going to say, a very good friend of mine. Very good friend. That was nice. That was a nice chat. So we can um, nice. we can take off our headphones now. Nice to hear similar experiences. Because yeah. most of the trans experiences I hear are quite negative. So No, like, um, Maury has this brain that I wish I had. Mm-hmm. Maury is so incredibly smart. Yeah. She's doing a PhD in Star Trek. Yeah, I know. Like a PhD is no joke. Doctor Star Trek. Yeah. That's gonna be sick. But we we got a call. We got a call. So that, that'll give you an I, that'll give you an idea of like the more we do this, the more people we'll talk yeah, to. And I love interacting with people and hearing yeah, their talk as stories. Much and... As you like talking to me, it's so much more fun talking to someone else. Yeah, it is. I like I like group conversation. I just like talking. Yeah. So, but I also like listening, which I think is a good trait about me. Yes, so that's an excellent I love, trait. I love sharing my story, but I also really love hearing other people's stories as well. Yeah. So, it makes you grow. It does. And I learn things and I pick myself up in little areas where I could be a bit better or I pick areas where I'm like, no, I can relax off on this. So this is not something I need to be focusing my energies on. Mm. So, yeah. Yeah. Did you want to take a break? Yes. All right. I'll turn off the microphones and I'll put a song on. It's Phoenix Radio Online. Phoenix Radio Online. Phoenix Radio. Phoenix Radio. Phoenix Radio. The hits just keep on coming. Are you looking for a rewarding career that has a positive impact on your community? Anglicare Southern Queensland has been caring for Queenslanders for over 150 years with services covering aged care, counselling, homelessness, youth support and foster care. Testing. Yeah, okay, we're back. Um, Imagine if we did an outro and I forgot to turn the microphones (laughs) off. (laughs) We just talked for 15 minutes and, like, nothing got said. Yeah. Um, So we were just talking about, like, the genders and... I've made a note saying three genders, question mark. And Chloe had some stuff to say, and I'm, I'm just going to let you take it away. Yeah, so for me, and we were talking in... So the, the, the conversation sparked up originally on what would be the difference between bisexual, pansexual, demisexual, etc. So the way I, uh, I view things, and for anyone listening, this is my personal views. You're willing to dispute them with me, but I have my views, people have their own views. You may disagree with it. You may agree with what I'm about to say, but this is the way I think. Um, so essentially, for me, like as I explained to you off air, um, I'm polite to everyone and anything that anyone is identifying as with sexuality-wise, identity-wise, expression-wise, that's personal choice. Transition isn't a choice. So there's a decision I had to make around whether I continue to live a lie or whether I faced my truth and came out. Mm. So the decision I made was there, but it was never a choice. So leading on from that, um, what I've found is that um, with sexuality-based things, it it usually comes into the gender of the person. Um, And there's certain people that won't sleep with a trans woman, even if they're attracted to females and have 
as you were explaining, one of the sexualities makes allowances for trans trans people, mm. which I kind of reject because it's exclusionary in a in a way that it's putting trans people into a third gender. Mm. So for me, it, it's not a third gender. I'm not Chloe Morningstar trans woman. I'm Chloe Morningstar woman. I'm going through a transition process. But I'm essentially moving from point A to point B. Now, I know anyone who's non-binary is listening is probably going to be jumping up and down right now listening to that. That's the way I see it. So I see that you can float between those and you can transition. And then if I get 10 years into my transition, I could treat detransition. I really hope I don't because I love being a girl. Oh, you're never going to detransition. I don't think so, but I've spoken with a detransitioned person and their perspectives were interesting. But yeah, I could think of nothing worse than being a man again. Mm. So, but it's potential and I think you can flow along that gradient, which for me, if you're naturally looking at it as a two-gendered spectrum with woman, man on the side and you can float along that line and cross that line and be 49% male and but presenting but actually um, uh, 49% like appearing as a female femme. yeah like going into that trans territory trans femme yeah, yeah. It, it's not something I subscribe to tremendously but from me it, it leads into well if you can only look at it on a frame from my perspective of two genders then you move it into only really being three sexuality options which is gay, straight or bisexual Mm. And my belief, and I hold this belief, and I will fight for this belief, is that if you're a person who identifies as attracted to women, but you say there's an issue with an attraction to me because of my transition, I feel that doesn't give you the right to call yourself a trans ally. I find that quite transphobic and Mm. it actually not much offends me with my transition, but that is one of the things. So women in sport being excluded as a trans woman in sport or being told I need to go into a separate category to be a competitive person in a trans as a transgender athlete. Um, I, I rebel against that quite hard and I, I rebel against anyone who, who identifies as attracted to female who would immediately discredit me because of my transition. That's something I rebel against quite hard. I 100% agree with you. Yeah. And talking to you about this has educated me. Because I said that I was pansexual because I would definitely be attracted to trans women. And then um, you disagreed with that because of the whole third gender question mark. Yeah, I, I don't like being put into a third gender. I, I'm no, not you're a third woman. gender, just woman. Chloe Morningstar, she, her, female, birth certificate says it. it. It is what it is and people may disagree with that and... everyone's feelings are valid, everyone's identity is valid, and I support anything and everything that anyone wants. I'll be polite. It's just that one thing in particular of being put into that third gender is something that that I I will reject. And it's not something that ever needs to really be an argument. It's something that I can be like, okay, well, this is my opinion on that. That's my belief, but my belief don't dictate your reality. Mm. And your beliefs don't dictate my reality. So... Mm. It, it all falls into, particularly in today's day and age in society, it it does fall into quite a grey area because like everyone, every person has their own firmly held beliefs. Like there are, are people out there that will never recognise me as a woman. I found a turf page. Don't ever do that. It was mm. bad. Um, and that's okay. If that's their decision, I don't need to interact with those people. So 
And I think that's a bit of maturity on coming through it of going, all right, you can have a difference of opinion. It's not the end of the world. So... You just surround yourself with people that are good. Yeah, and you, you, you like tries to find like. So you, you do find people that, that tend to align with you, but I, I don't. I have no expectation on everyone lining up behind my belief and taking what I say as gospel. All I'm able to do is put my experience, my reality and my beliefs out there. And the people that align with those can can stay in my orbit and some people can learn and some people can... Uh, grow from it and some people can reject it but I think that might be enough today we kind of ended on a heavier topic it was so good to talk to Maury thank you Maury and thank you Chloe Morningstar and anyone that tuned in thank you so much I really appreciate it and you're always welcome to call uh a number fell off the wall let me turn around um Three four seven four six four six. That's three four seven zero four six four six. You might need to put an O seven in front of it if you're not from Queensland. Thank you for listening to Thrive with Nin, and that's a wrap.